Hey everyone, my name is Elena and you are listening to Choosing Power. Welcome back to the podcast. So, I started watching this show, Bridgerton, on Netflix. I know I'm a little late to the party, don't come for me. I'm not really, I don't really watch shows like that, but I was basically seeing a lot of clips of Bridgerton circling Twitter. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm not going to explain. It's too much to explain. I can't even think of the words. But whatever. A lot of clips of Bridgerton were circling around on Twitter. And I was like, I think I have to watch this show. Started watching it. I just finished the first season. Highly recommend. Great show. Um, and I'm going to try my best not to ruin the show or be a little more vague. But this might be a spoiler. So if you do plan on watching, don't really care to be spoiled, I probably wouldn't listen to this episode until you watch But if you don't care, then cool, you can stick around. So one thing about me and like certain shows that I do like to watch, I feel like I'm exposing myself just a little bit, but I don't think I'm alone in this. I love some of the chaotic dynamics. Specifically, well, when I was watching this show, Simon and Daphne. And without giving a lot of details, if you don't, if you you plan on watching this show and you don't want me to ruin it too much, Basically, their their dynamic starts as, like, I don't want to say a hate, but, like, they did not like each other, did not care for the other one's presence and all this stuff. And they basically end up coming into an agreement to do something. And over time, it turns into a friendship. And then it quickly develops into this really, like, deep, passionate love they have for each other. But the thing with their love for each other, they weren't expressing that love to each other and they it ended up becoming a really toxic thing with both of them because they were too prideful in their feelings one of them was too prideful to even admit that he had feelings oh I just said who he is and Daphne just you know didn't feel comfortable saying it because of certain things going on whatever and there's another dynamic too in this show um Anthony and the girl Sienna I'm not explaining too much but I do want to talk about both of them because Anthony and Sienna kind of have this forbidden love going on in short. And in the show, they're, it's so secretive, but it's also so passionate. And it's just, you know, it's a lot going on. Definitely a show. If you do like the chaotic dynamics there, very good show to watch. But I'm watching the show and I'm kind of like thinking, <laughs> like taking it in. And I'm like, this is so bad. Because I feel like I see dynamics like this in real life. And obviously there are dynamics with people that are in a little bit of toxic relationships. But not even to that extent. I was thinking about it in a way of like, so if you've had a dysfunctional background, whether that is your family, maybe you're with a partner, you know, whatever it is for you and dysfunction, why you're listening to this podcast in the first place. It's pretty likely that when you are in a space where... You don't have that dysfunction. You don't have chaos going around. It's a lot to kind of not look for that chaos. So, for example, when I did leave my parents and, you know, I don't talk to any of these people anymore. I remember speaking to my my channeler. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm, like, laughing. I'm just thinking of the rant that I just went on with this show. But I was talking to my uh, channeler and I told her I... You know, I was kind of having the self-realization where I was like, ooh, like, I don't have any chaos in my life. I have nothing really going on. Like, I have things going on, but I don't have arguments with people. I don't have people 
you know, watching me over my shoulder. I don't have to tiptoe anymore. And it was really nice. But when you're so used to that, it's really hard, you know, to sit with that and not look for chaos in a way. And I told her straight up, I was like, I feel like I'm looking for chaos because I don't have it in my life. And it feels weird. And I, I'm saying this to kind of call you out, but I'm, you know, I'm sharing that this was me and I called myself out and she was like, yeah, you might, like you might be doing that. And I know the reason why this came up is like a fictional show, obviously. And there are situations where, you know, people do have chaos to that crazy extent, but I feel like we do this in a few different ways. And obviously this is all subconscious. It's not like we're thinking to ourselves like, yes, I'm looking for chaos. No, you're just used to a type of energy and it's kind of weird for our body, our soul to understand that there's something more out there that isn't chaotic. We can have peace. We can have ease without all that extra shit. And like I said, I used to do this. Like I was looking for chaos. And even, you know, a couple years ago, I, this is just an example. I was with someone who was narcissistic. And in the beginning, I didn't even understand narcissistic. I don't even think I knew what it was at this time. Um, anything to do with narcissism and stuff like that. And, you know, in the beginning, it was already showing in the very beginning, I think before we were even officially together. But the thing is that I was so used to a certain type of energy and a certain way that things looked that I thought this was normal. But at the same time too, even when I didn't enjoy the fights and all the stuff that would kind of come out of nowhere, not kind of, it literally came out of nowhere, him starting a fight with me and all this stuff, I would entertain the chaos to some extent. And it was obviously subconscious, like I said. I was just so used to that and that's how a dynamic looked to me because of all the dysfunction I was shown growing up and even, you know, when I was with this guy, like it just fit the narrative, if that makes sense. And even when I was with this person for a few years, I think, I would even say, like, you know, I hated all this chaos, but at the same time, I was entertaining it, and if anything, adding fuel to that fire. And obviously, it doesn't have to be this chaotic, too. This could even apply to less dramatic scenarios, and I feel like the word chaos is a little more dramatic, so another example, you know, when I was connecting with people again after all this stuff had happened, even though I was connecting with people that weren't necessarily bringing me their chaos, like I didn't have direct interaction with chaos necessarily, but I feel like I would be talking to people that created chaos in their own life. Like they had their own stuff going on and it was between, oh, I can't believe this one and this one did this to me. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. And while some of this is definitely kind of outside factors and also by no means am I judging anyone. I'm just kind of sharing what I was seeing. And like I said, when, when you're seeing certain things and thinking about things a certain way, you're seeing a mirror and you know, I've been there, done that. And in no way am I judging this person or anyone that I am talking about, but you're seeing chaos ensue, whether it is someone's fault or people around them. I feel like I would have people around me that kind of had their own chaos going on. And even though I wasn't directly involved, I feel like me just being in the know 
was doing something for me. And it kind of was filling that hole a little bit, filling that void. But at the same time, it's filling a void and it is affecting me and not in a positive way. It's not like, you know, I want to hear the tea and this is, that's it kind of thing. Like, no. And I mean, I understand, obviously, we all have things going on. Life happens. We all want to catch up with each other and talk about the crazy things that happen to us. And that's not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where people, like I said, create their own chaos or make themselves available to other people's chaos, too. And I was kind of in the background, not directly involved, not a party in the situation, but I was available to it to some extent, even if it's not... Like, I was living vicariously through someone, if anything. And that's what I was kind of thinking about when this... (laughs) With all this stuff going on in this show. I'm, like, laughing because I'm talking about a fictional show. And this is what made my mind kind of spiral in this. Because I did realize that I was looking for chaos back then. And I realized that when you take that chaos out um, of your life, when you are so used to that and those type of dynamics you're gonna subconsciously look for them if you don't really deal with the root cause. And I feel like whatever you do to deal with that is on you. And obviously what works for you might not work for others. What works for me might not work for you. And that's totally fine. But kind of see where that void that you're looking to fill and if you're doing that in a healthy way. Because I would say a healthy way to do it is watching a show. (laughs) And not dealing with people's real chaos and things like that. Or even inviting in chaos for yourself or other people. You know, whatever it is for you. I'm not saying that in a mean way. By no means am I judging you. I'm just saying because I've been there and I was watching the show. And it made me think about the chaos that I would create for myself, essentially. But yeah, I kind of wanted to leave you with that tidbit. If you aren't already, make sure you're following on Instagram at choosingpower. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.